Welcome everyone, you're watching Legacy TV. I'm Sarah Pearsons and I'm so excited this whole month we are gonna be talking about healing and I have got my good friend here, Carly Teradez from Teradez Ministries and we are just gonna spend time talking and uh, about the healing power of God and we wanna encourage you to receive from Him uh, all this month. And I just encourage you to open your heart uh, open your mind, open your every single part of who you are and let the King of glory come in. Let him come and move and minister to you and help you, strengthen you. And as we just, we just want to talk about God. We, we actually, we've been talking all morning already. Um, so hopefully we'll remember everything we talked about. The Lord will help us. But we've just been talking about things that God's been sharing with us and showing us in his word. And Carly is just so dynamic, awesome speaker, minister on healing. And I wanted her to come and share some things with you regarding her uh what she's learned about healing from the Lord personally. She has an awesome relationship with the Lord, but also um, along the lines of just her testimony. She has experienced amazing things with God and seeing God move in her family. So we're just excited to talk together and to be with you. So get your Bible out with us. Get your uh, cup of tea or your coffee. We already had many cups yep. of tea. and We have ours coffee. right here. Yeah, we do. <laughs> this is our third cup for the day. But anyway, um, get just have fun with us and talk with us and um, and first of all let's just pray and then we'll get right into the word. Amen. Father, we love you today. We worship you. Father, I pray for every single person watching this broadcast. I, get, I ask you to give them eyes that see Jesus, ears that hear his voice, and a heart that understands who he is and who we are in him. Amen. And we ask you today, Lord, to open our eyes to help us see what we need to see, what's been missing. I'm asking you to go to work and uh, fix it and do a work in us, Lord, and, and just strengthen us in every single way from the inside out. We receive your help today. Holy Spirit, you're our teacher and we love you. And we're so thankful for you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we love it. We love having you guys. Um, I wanted to start in Mark chapter five sure. and a little bit of what we had talked about in the back um, room this morning while we we're getting our makeup done. We were getting so excited preaching to each now other. Now you've let the secret out that we get I, our makeup done. Oh, I know. We don't look like this when we get out of bed. <laughs> oh, trust me. You may, but. I don't know if that's a spiritual gift, but I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I need some help. We had, we had two wonderful, amazing people helping us. But this is in Mark chapter five. And really, as we talked earlier, I kept having it come on my heart that there's going to be a lot of people watching these broadcasts that are dealing with fear mm -hmm. and fear maybe over um, a family member that's mm -hmm. been diagnosed with a disease mm -hmm. or sure. personally dealing mm -hmm. with fear and what it's like to overcome mm -hmm. those things. And I had a phrase come up in my heart. I was, I was always praying about this. The Lord said to me, fill up on faith and watch right. fear fade away. Right. Fill up on faith. Is fear and faith the opposites? Yeah, we're going to be doing that right. all week, huh? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you, we can't walk in, in fear and faith at the same time. And I think sometimes people's um, motivation, especially in the, in, the, in the realm of healing, sometimes their motivation for receiving healing itself is based in fear because they're so afraid of dying, because they're so afraid of the pain or so afraid of the symptoms that um, they come to God. And, but rather than presenting 
in faith, in the trusting, your faith is the trusting confidence, mm, right? Yeah. So rather than coming in trusting confidence and giving thanks for what Jesus has already done and, and tapping in and accessing that power that's on the inside of us, the healing power of God that's on the inside of us in Jesus, we can come to God in a place of fear and then that quickly leads to frustration. Mm. And just in ministry, I meet many people um, and you, you mentioned here in, in, in Mark 5 about um, Jairus, but I meet many people in ministry situations that come for healing and their motivation to receive from God is fear. Mm. And uh, we need to be able to recognize this because the point where we receive from God is a point of faith. Mm -hmm. And while fear might be motivating us, we need to find a way to, to, to switch over into the, into the realm of faith because that's the point at which we receive. Otherwise, we just find ourselves in frustration. Yeah. You know, and we don't want to be frustrated or fearful. And frustration is really a, a sign that we're not in faith. Right. And we're not really in a place to receive. Absolutely. Frustration one is one not of the faith. characteristics of faith itself is peace. Mm. And so people say, well, you know, how do I know whether I'm in, how do I know whether I'm in faith or not? Right? We want to be people of faith and power, amen? But if we are, maybe we've got a diagnosis or, um, or somebody's just said, some, you know, given us some bad news, just like the story of Jairus. You know, we've got a bad report. Something's happened that's, that's not good. If we find in ourselves that fear is rising up on the inside of us, if we find um, in ourselves that, that, that we are tormented in a way or that there's just not, no peace there, then that's not a position of faith because mm. one of the characteristics of faith is peace. Mm, the, the word faith itself means is a trusting confidence. Well, this is a really good passage to talk about Absolutely. even in those regards because I was thinking about J. Iris, but even the woman with the issue of blood. Same thing. Yeah. What did Jesus say to her? If you look here in um, chapter 5, mm -hmm. verse... Um, 34, he says to her when she receives her healing, daughter, your faith has made you well. Yep. Go in peace yep. and be healed of your affliction. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about earlier in the back room how she received at a certain point. Yeah. But think about she needed the peace of God Absolutely. to move over into that place of wholeness mm -hmm. where she kept her healing where she Absolutely. lived and she, you know, oftentimes people lose, they receive healing and then they lose healing later, don't know how to hold on to it. Right. But that place of peace right. is where we receive and how we hold on. Absolutely. And it's really interesting in this passage, actually, because just right up there, a few more verses in verse 29, it, well, verse 28, it says, for she said, if I just may touch his garments, I shall be healed. I shall be made whole. And this is in verse 29. And immediately her hemorrhage dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. So she was healed in that moment that she touched mm -hmm. the garment. But write that verse, verse 34 that you just mentioned. And this can confuse some people sometimes because if she's already been healed, why is Jesus saying, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Hasn't she just been healed? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I started to study this out, I realized that the words for healed are actually different in this passage. And when he was saying go in peace, it's the tense in which is written means go into peace, mm -hmm. go into relationship and be made completely well of your affliction. I like how it says this in the Amplified. In the Amplified version, it says continue in peace and be permanently healed. Mm. If we want to walk in health, so it's not just talking about being, faith, being in faith just for that split second for the moment. But if we want to walk in the divine health and healing and everything that Jesus has for us, it's not just a one-time deal. Yeah. It means 
going into, pressing into, pursuing that place of peace, pursuing that relationship with Him. Don't you think so many people, they, they come up to a hard situation in life and they decide, oh, now I need God. Right, the crisis moment. Yeah, but really all along the way, we should be, even from the time we're little, developing this really wonderful relationship with God. If we have the opportunity and we know Him and we start to seek Him, mm -hmm. but developing this thing with Him where we, I tell people, get your own God. Like right. there comes a point, your mom's faith, your dad's faith, mm -hmm. your grandma and grandpa's pastor's faith. Right. It's not going to cut it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you are going to encounter something right. where you need God and you need Absolutely. to have your own God. And really for her, you know, I mean, she had heard about Jesus, this woman with the issue of blood. She'd yep. heard about him. She'd probably heard lots yep. of miracle stories, but there came a point where she was going to need to know him for herself and really, truly right. find him. Right. And I was thinking about your story mm -hmm. um, when you, you know, you were born again. Mm -hmm. But when you, you didn't have a real clear revelation yet on Jesus being your healer. Right. That wasn't any of my background. No one in our church really understood healing. Um, and I'd never really seen anyone healed. It wasn't something I had a, a great deal of knowledge on. So tell us about that. Like when you first started to hear from him, because you didn't even hear really anyone teach mm -hmm. on that, correct? You, right. The Lord began to minister to you for yourself. Tell them about right. your background and testimony about epilepsy. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I was born again when I was 17 years old and um, went to went to a local church. And our church, we just have the understanding that God's all powerful. So you see, to me, God was all powerful. And I still believe God's all powerful. But my understanding of all powerful was also all controlling. And so um, God, in, in my understanding, that wasn't correct, wasn't based on the word of God. It said that God was controlling who received healing and who didn't. And because that was part of my understanding, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't understand um, how to receive healing. I didn't know that God was good and he's always good and he's passionately madly in love with us. Yeah. He didn't just create us one time and barely, barely looks at us just because of Jesus. No, he really wants to have a relationship with us yeah. on a personal level. And so um, I had I'd been diagnosed with epile epilepsy and I had epilepsy for a number of years. And it was so severe that I was having multiple seizures a day. And um, I couldn't be left. We had three children, but I couldn't be left at home with them. I needed a babysitter just for me. And, um, and then one day something changed on the inside of me. I went to, uh, went to a Bible study, a ladies afternoon Bible study while the kids are all at school, you know. And I'm sitting there and my, my, my friend's teaching and she says, we're just going to sit and listen and listen and expect to hear the voice of God on the inside of us. And so as I sat there real quiet, I mean, I, I wasn't used to this. We didn't do this kind of thing in, in the church I was in. It wasn't normal. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there like with one eye open and one, one eye closed thinking, what's going <laughs> to go down? You know, something strange is going to happen with these crazy ladies. And um, God starts to speak to me on the inside of me. And he said to me something I'll never forget. He says, this epilepsy, you've never let me in on it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, what does that even mean? And he showed me uh, in my life, I just learned to live with it. Yeah. And I think many people are like that. They just, yeah. they just deal with it. I love how you wrote that in your book. And I, and I want to just read this whole thing, what you said. But it says, you, you heard the Lord say to you, Carly, you have held me outside of epilepsy. You don't need to. I want to take it from you mm -hmm. if you want me to. In two weeks' time, you can be free from this if you choose to be. Flip the switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, that was like mind-boggling to me that God would speak to me on the inside of me anyway. Um, but then I'd never heard any testimonies like that. And to understand that I actually I had a part to play in receiving yeah. 
And, you know, rather than feeling weak and defeated and, and a victim of my circumstance, a victim, you know, there's, you know, when you're going through something on a chronic level, there's a certain amount of pity that people have for you. Yeah. Um, but rather than feeling weak and defeated, I felt empowered. Mm. Like God had, 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 had not only had an interest in my life, but he was putting the power to choose in my hands. Yeah. And he took me to that scripture in Deuteronomy. And he said, I set before you life and death. Choose life yeah. that you might live. Yeah. And um, I'm like, he showed me a picture of a, like, just like, like a light switch. Yeah. And he said, when you're ready, just flip the switch, turn epilepsy off. Yeah. I thought, either God, that's God or I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I had too much cheese pizza or something, yeah. you know. Um, but I went home and I just started meditating on that and God took me on the journey and he showed me in the word of God how Jesus has a healing ministry. Yeah. And everywhere he goes, people are healed. And then I was like, healing is for me. It is for today. It is God's will for my life. And, um, and I'm ready to receive it. Yeah. And I just, um, at the end of that two weeks, I, I kind of laid my fleece out because the whole time I was like, this, God, <laughs> God, this is so crazy. This is so wild that you would speak to me about these things. This is so, this is so intimate. You know, for the God, from going from God being God, all powerful creator of the universe kind of God to God is in who's interested in my condition, mm -hmm. in me personally. And um, I was just like, God, if this really is you speaking to me and I haven't just gone like loopy or something, can you show it to me in the word? Mm -hmm. And he showed me all the healing scriptures, but I, was, I, I set my fleece out, Lord, I'm going to go back. To, I hadn't told anyone what happened. I said, I'm going to go back to this Bible study in two weeks time. And it really, you know, it wasn't like, God was putting a time limit on it, but he knew oh, it would take two weeks for me to get my heart to a place where I was ready to receive, yeah. you know. And um, I just said, God, when I go back to this Bible study, if this really still is you speaking to me, I knew it was, but I just wanted yeah. some confirmation. <laughs> and God's good enough, you yeah. know, he's going to do that. Um, then I'm not going to tell anyone, but when I go back to this Bible study, my friend's going to offer to pray for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went back to that Bible study two weeks later and um, went all the way through the Bible study and like nothing happened. And, and I'm like thinking, or maybe I just missed God. Mm. Maybe, maybe I just made it all up. And as we're walking out the door to get our kids from school, my friend just turns to me and says, I think I need to pray for you. I don't know what it is. I just think I need to pray for you. She says, in Jesus' name, be healed. Mm. And she just walked, her, walked off. And nothing changed on the outside of me. But in my mind, I flipped the switch. Yeah. And I just turned epilepsy off. Yeah. And people say, well, how can you just turn epilepsy off? I just decided in that moment to put my faith in Jesus. I figured, you know, God's word is big enough. When God speaks to us, we can take it to the bank. Yeah. And I went home from there and, and I never had another seizure since. Now, isn't it an awesome thing the moment you realize you have a part to play? Yeah, absolutely. And what's happening to you mm -hmm. and you have power yeah, we have in to the choose. situation. We have to choose to believe. And that's what God said. Choose life. Yep. You can choose life. Absolutely. And really, faith is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's so much more simple than we think it is. Sometimes we just think about faith and God and all these things as just these amazing things that, yeah, we may attain and we may not. But the truth is, this is practical everyday right. life that God has made available to us to right. have. And it's not just about the life-threatening things. It's no. we can choose to believe God's word, God's promises in our everyday life. Absolutely. So it's every day choosing to believe what God says about our circumstances rather than letting the circumstances around us dictate what we believe. Mm, so good. So good. Oh, loving it. Well, um, tell him a little bit about what happened from that point when you received your 
you just flipped that switch and received your healing. Right. You got home and now your husband, Ashley, was <laughs> yeah. he happy with you stopping your medications? Well, we need to understand, I think, that when we decide to believe God, when we choose to put faith in God, you know, especially when God's spoken to us, He hasn't necessarily spoken to all the people around us. Mm -hmm. And I had a word from God, which trumps everything, right? And you know when you're in faith because there is absolute peace and confidence in faith. And faith will make you bold. Mm -hmm. And and I knew because I knew because I knew that I was I was healed. Now, nothing on the outside of me changed, right? Um, I, it wasn't like, you know, pain left. It wasn't anything tangible that I could measure. I just knew that epilepsy had been turned off, but no one could see it yet. Mm -hmm. So when I went home, I said to my husband, you know, God healed me of epilepsy today. He's like, that's wonderful, darling. And um, so, you know, I just had a revelation. If I'm healed, then I don't need to take medication anymore. And I was taking probably 13 different medications a day. And um, I just knew, you know, well, people don't need medication. Yeah. And uh, he said to me, um, you're going to die and leave me with three, three children, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to die and leave you with three children. And um, so I said, I mean, just this is the boldness of, of God on the inside of me. I was just like, you know, what? if you're so convinced about the medication, then you take it. I didn't make him take it, but, <laughs> but you know, I had a lot of persecution and there were people, we were leaders in the church and I had people around saying, you're being irresponsible. Walking in faith is irresponsible. Mm. Right. And I, I think it really was just because I come to that place on the inside of me where what God said was more real to me than the circumstances yeah. around me, that I was able to, by the grace of God, stand, stand up to that persecution yeah. in a sense. And, you know, we need to have grace for people yeah. as well because these are well-meaning people. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't want me to come to harm. Yeah. You know, they didn't want me to be disappointed. And I think sometimes people struggle to believe God because they don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. You know, they don't want to, you know, what if I put myself out there? What if, I, if I'm trying to faith it mm -hmm. and nothing happens? And they, um, they think back to maybe times in the past where they've tried to believe God for something and it hasn't worked out well. Yeah. And if we have that playing on our mind, it can, it can hinder us to, you know, we end up into fear rather than faith. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I stood up against those things and, and the proof is in the pudding, as I would say in England, right? And I never had another, another seizure. I never took any more medication. Thank you, Lord. Never, never had That's any awesome. problems since then. Mm -hmm. well, I think the most important thing to think about when you're hearing this testimony is one thing you did not do is you didn't just try it. Right. I was all in. <laughs> you were all in. Mm -hmm. And I think when we're reading this passage in Mark chapter 5, and we haven't even got to Jay Irish yet, but we, we had to stop. <laughs> it was so this. good. Yeah. Um, but and we only have a few minutes. But the, the amazing thing here is this woman with this issue of blood, she had to go in peace and develop that own relationship with the Lord. Yes, and absolutely. really, in order to have a miracle, you've got to hear from heaven. Yep. And and really that takes getting quiet with God and developing your own relationship. Yep, I was absolutely. thinking about it last night. There's been so many times in my life, you know, our generation is a restless generation. Mm -hmm. Now in general, we don't, I'm not claiming that or speaking that over our lives, but I'm just saying in overall, we are on the move, on the go, on social media, 100% of the time. Life is busy, 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 mm -hmm. busy. And almost, I feel like that our generation has taken pride in that busyness. Mm -hmm. And and this drive to be successful, this drive to do, but, but lost this whole concept of what it means to be at rest with God mm -hmm. and how to, to, to be in relationship with Him and to hear from Him, right. to be still with Him. And, you know, the Bible tells us to be still 
and know that yeah. I am God. Be still. And I believe that in that stillness is where we find solution. Amen. We find the solution to these mm -hmm. problems, these healing issues that have plagued for years and years and years, problems that we need help with. Yeah. And God is so personal and he's so faithful. And I just love in your testimony how he was right there. Yeah. And the moment you got still yeah. to hear from him Absolutely. and that stillness, he gave you the solution and yeah. he wanted to speak to you. Yeah. He spoke to you. And so I, I love that. And I, I mean, don't, don't you just have a sense that that rest and being at rest with God and being at peace with God. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews that faith is a rest. Yeah, we have to labor to enter the rest. It's almost a fight to stay in faith sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of Philippians 3.10. It says that I might know him. That means to know someone on an intimate level. Yeah. Not just like casually, I just met you on the bus. Yeah. Right. It, but, but to really know him, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Yeah. And if we want to see the power of, of the resurrection, that's healing, that's provision, that's, yes. you know, every promise of God come to pass in our life. We need to take time to really know him. To know him. Yeah, and when we know him, Isaiah 26, three says, he who keeps his mind stayed upon God is kept in perfect peace. That's awesome, that's awesome. So we only have about a minute here, but we want to encourage you today just to take some time and get still with the Lord and just be quiet before his presence, get, get with him and have a real conversation with him. I mean, talk to him, say, Lord, I do need you. And according to your word, mm -hmm. I have you <laughs> and you're with me and you'll never leave me or forsake me. Talk to me mm -hmm. about what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through. Talk to me about this thing that has plagued me for years. Mm -hmm. I open myself up. I, I want you. I want to receive from you. I want to know you. I want to know you, Jesus, as my healer. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage you today to just open your heart to him and just get into a real conversation with him. Don't pretend. Don't try to pretend like you're in faith. Don't quit all your medicine if you haven't heard from him. You need a word from God. Yeah, you need a word from God. And get in there and find out his word for you. Find out the scripture specific for your situation. He'll, if you'll just listen and get still, he will give you the solution. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.